0: Brother Rick sent the following message. Thank you so much for a wonderful sight for all of us that struggle with our faith at times, signed Rick. Thank you, Rick, for your email. I read it in the congregation of the saints. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Faith is the battleground. In the Garden of Eden, the gates of death swung wide open on the hinges of unbelief. Our great-grandmother Eve chose to believe Satan's voice, the second voice in the garden, versus the voice of God, the first voice, the voice of life. The day she embraced unbelief was the day paradise and immortality were lost. Conversely, the day when the second voice is rejected and the first voice embraced is the day our promise of paradise and immortality is restored. God did not choose muscles or beauty. He did not choose wisdom or power. God did not choose wealth or scholarship as vehicles of access to his favor. But in fact, he chose childlike faith. The required common denominator, the ultimate leveler, is childlike faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The battle over the souls of men is a matter of faith. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Salvation and eternal life hang in the balances. Have you been born again? Have you surrendered your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Excuse me. Today can be your day of salvation. Today can be the best day of your life with the sure prospects of tomorrow being better. What are you waiting for? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Man said, All that you see, the marvelous earth and its atmosphere, the sun, moon, and stars, the giraffe, the elephant, the great whale, the hummingbird, man and his marvelous brain, and on and on, is a product of an explosion of nothing. There is no God. Creation is an accident. Now the record. Man's misplaced faith in the second voice, and in this feature in the form of evolution, is yielding devastation. In the beginning, God has been removed from the equation and replaced by a fairy tale dubbed the Big Bang. God and his holy Bible, God and his majority text, God and his moral laws, God and his absolutes have been carnally discredited and discarded. The result is a world without a rudder, lost, driven by the wind, and asking questions such as, where did I come from? Who am I? What is my purpose? Where am I going? And coming up with a blank. The world is being devastated by the wages of sin with only destruction as its promise. For some of the staggering results of man's unbelief and how it directly affects our lives and our wallets, click on to the following God said man said features. The proof that God is and that his words are true and righteous altogether is breathtaking. On God Said, Man Said, there are presently 454 feature articles in text and streaming audio that prove the inerrancy of the holy book. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, the collection grows by one. A sampling of the marvels uncovered by God Said, Man Said, in just the first 11 chapters of the Bible, that are fully certified by multiple third-party sources such as archaeology, paleontology, geology, ancient history, global societies, molecular biology, etc. Follows one, mtDNA and one common mother and one common father, not a million but two hundred thousand or a hundred thousand or sixty thousand, excuse me, and now even six thousand years ago. Two, man made out of dirt. Three, Adam's rib. Four. Ancient history of Eden. 5. Whole world was once vegetarian. 6. The snake had legs. 7. Man and dinosaur lived contemporaneously. 8. Soft tissue and purported 65 million year old dinosaur bones have evolutionists back to the drawing board. 9. Geology says yes to Noah. 10. Hundreds of ancient civilizations record the flood of Noah. 11. The Tower of Babel and the creation of multiple languages. God's word is proven true in its most ridiculed positions. God's word is a place to build a life. Welcome to God said, man said, we're so glad you've come. This is the second part in a three part series concerning radiometric dating, the dating that yields ages into the billions versus the just over 6,000 years declared in the Bible. A short review of part one is necessary. This feature being penned in the year 2009 is the 200th anniversary celebration of the birth of Charles Darwin and carnaldom celebration of his popularization of the doctrine of evolution. In order for evolution to have any plausibility at all, billions of years of time and chance are needed. We must mention that that is a provably false premise, but it is what it is and evolutionists must cling to it everything that evolution embraces hinges upon time and chance, and their holy grail, uniformitarianism. Dr. Morris, in his book Many Infallible Proofs, defines evolutionary uniformitarianism as the concept that all things have developed into their present from the same slow natural processes that function at present, acting over billions of years of time, end of quote. Two enormously major events took place that shatter this rule. First, God created the heaven and the earth and all living creatures just over 6,000 years ago. If you would have arrived 10 seconds after God's handiwork and seen Adam and creation, etc., they would have appeared to have history, but were in fact only seconds old. Adam did not evolve from a primordial soup over billions of years. He was fully grown and fully functioning, just as the rest of creation was. The earth and its rocks and water may have seemed to have history, but they were only seconds old. The second issue is the global flood that destroyed all terrestrial creatures, save for those that were upon the ark. The devastation worldwide was immeasurable. The water canopy above the sky was cast down to the earth. The great fountains of the deep were broken up. The water levels rose dramatically and so much more. Today, marine fossils are found on nearly every mountain peak and flood strata covers the vast majority of the earth. Those who have rejected these most provable realities find themselves in pursuit of foolishness. Uniformitarianism in light of Adam and Noah is a vacuous hypothesis. Radiometric dating buttressed by uniformitarianism is evolution's flagship, but its computations are built on sinking sand. Globally acclaimed geologist Dr. Andrew Snelling, an accomplished author and a geology research consultant to organizations in the U.S. and Australia, writes extensively concerning radiometric dating. The following excerpts are from a feature article in Answers Magazine, October to December 2009. The title of the feature is, Radiometric Dating, Problems with the Assumptions. Most people think that radioactive dating has proven the Earth is billions of years old. Yet this view is based on a misunderstanding of how radiometric dating works. An hourglass is a helpful analogy to explain how geologists calculate the ages of rocks. When we look at sand in an hourglass, we can estimate how much time has passed based on the amount of sand that has fallen to the bottom. Radioactive rocks offer a similar clock. Radioactive atoms, such as uranium, the parent isotopes, decay into staple atoms, such as lead, the daughter isotopes, at a measurable rate. To date a radioactive rock, geologists first measure the sand grains in the top glass bowl, the parent radioisotopes, such as uranium-238 or potassium-40. They also measure the sand grains in the bottom bowl, the daughter isotopes, such as lead-206 or argon-40, respectively. Based on these observations and known rate of radioactive decay, they estimate the time it has taken for the daughter isotope to accumulate in the rock. However, unlike the hourglass, whose inaccuracy can be tested by turning it upside down and comparing it to trustworthy clocks, the reliability of the radioactive clock is subject to three unprovable assumptions. End of quote. Faulty Assumption number 1 was that geologists know the conditions of rock being dated at year zero. Dr. Snelling continues, Assumption 2, no contamination. The problems with contamination as with inheritance are already well documented in the textbooks on radioactive dating of rocks. Unlike the hourglass. Where its two bowls are sealed, the radioactive clock in rocks is open to contamination by gain or loss of parent or daughter isotopes because of waters flowing in the ground from rainfall and from the molten rocks beneath volcanoes. Similarly, as molten lava rises through a conduit from deep inside the earth to be erupted through a volcano, pieces of the conduit wall rocks and their isotopes can mix with it with the lava and contaminate it. Because of such contamination, the less than 50-year-old lava flows at Mount Naharuha, New Zealand, yield a, a rubidium-stronium age of 133 million years, a samarium-neodymium age of 197 million years, and a uranium-lead age of 3.908 billion years," end of quote. Assumption number 1 and number 2 have proven to be erroneous. Finally, Dr. Snelling states, "So if these clocks are based on faulty assumptions and yield unreliable results, then scientists should not trust or promote the claimed radioactive ages of countless millions of years, especially since they contradict the true history of the universe as recorded in God's word." end of quote. Today's geologists were not at ground zero to see the earth at its beginning, but we do have eyewitnesses who have left an accurate account, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. This accurate account is found in God's Holy Word. Two different approaches, faith and unbelief, result in two very different worldviews. Next week, God willing, will be Part three. God said Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. God said Exodus chapter twenty verse eleven. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Man said, all that you see, the marvelous earth and its atmosphere, the sun, moon, and stars, the giraffe, the elephant. The great whale, the hummingbird, man and his marvelous brain and on and on is the product of an explosion of nothing. There is no God. Creation is an accident. Now you have the record.